This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Panther Nation Podcast. Yeah. Let's go. Huh. Yeah. Oh, cut it. Cut right. And I would like to introduce one of the hottest podcasts in Carolina history. Let's go. Oh, 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 you Stop, let's check. We got time to chop it up. Talking analytics and fantasy draft, you know what's up. Panther Nation representing, cause this is where we talk that. Talk that's so incredible, make them rewind that talk back. Pause. Talking Panthers football, we discussing it all. On and off the field, you know exactly who to call. You know we the number one podcast. Competition is non-existent, you need to stop that. Pause. It's an honor to be a Panther fan, Paul. At Bank of America, that is where we ball. Coming to the jungle, then you gonna feel the pause. Winning the trophy for the city, it is a call. Black and white and blue, we going Carolina strong. And this is the conversation where everyone belongs. Discussing all the numbers and topics, you know we got it. We the hottest podcast, and we popping. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's cracking? What's cracking? What's cracking, everybody? What's good? What's good? What's good? It's Dave Rashad in the building. What's popping with you, Dave? What's good, man? I can't, I can't hear you. Might be me, though. Is it me? Can y'all hear me or can y'all hear Dave? Is it me? Dave said it's him. Now, now you're good. There we go. There we go. There we go. What's good, Dave? How how's it going, man? I got robbed, bro. You got robbed? Are you serious? Yeah, man. I got robbed in Orlando. Disney and Universal you... took all my money. Oh, I'm about to say, bro. Don't play <laughs> nah, like that. Nah, man. nah, nah, nah. Yeah, nah I'm about ready to ride, Dave. No, 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 no. I'm, bro, I'm, I'm not in this. It. it was a bur- no. about to be a bird call, bro. We're about to make it happen. Nah, man. Nah, I got robbed, man. It was, it was a it was a robbery in Orlando, Florida. That's funny. Uh, hey, that's it, funny. Was a, it was a ro- it was a robbery. Hey, so, so, so what you're saying is you did buy the ears. Is that what you're saying? No, no. My kids bought everything. That was the problem. I did do it around the world. I you you survived? All 12 countries in the rain at Epcot. That was first night. Oh, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Then I, now, I missed Tuesday, but you know, I hopped in. I was like, all right, they good. They straight. And then I, yeah. <laughs> and I said, all right, cool. Yeah. You know, but um, but no, nah, I mean, no, nah, my yo. Dog, there's there's a couple things I've learned last week. First thing I learned was Disney is more expensive than it should be. Way more expensive than it should be. The first item my daughter came to me to ask about was a $55 water bottle. That's when I knew it was going to be a long day. But did you listen to me? You didn't go. Did you go to the Walmart? No, I didn't go to the Walmart. That's no, but it, it would, but the problem is I have Amari with me. So my son, he ain't he look, even if I buy him bro. everything at the Walmart, bro, they would have still I'm found you, something. No, you would have went to that Walmart, bro. You would have solved a lot of issues, bro. I'm telling you. They have literally the Walmart Disney section is crazy. Like it's a lot of stuff over there, bro. You probably would have got a lot of the stuff that you ended up buying a lot cheaper. No, but the problem is that my the thing is I have I have two kids that when they see something in a park they're like I want I want I want, and especially my son my son will will go eight and then my son wasn't really going on rides like that 
So he became a very expensive child, a waiting child, to say the least. And then, like, what they charge for these lightning lanes, like, Universal was, was, was kinder. I will say that. Universal was kinder. Oh, yeah, listen. Yo, y'all be talking about people that are corrupt. The mouse been corrupt for over 100 years, bro. Y'all just got that. Y'all got to realize that. The mouse been corrupt for a minute. The second thing I learned was that Disney is not for us. It's not for Americans. They're not, it's not for us anymore. It's not about us. It's not about us. Why do you say that? I Well, for one, like, there were almost two incidents <laughs> there, and it had nothing to do with Americans. Like, like literal like fights almost happened at these parks while I was there. And there's a and there there were way more folks who weren't American there than I thought. Like way more. Might have been more than us there, Americans there. Because I, I heard so many different languages the entire time I was there, bro. It's kind of wild to think, but uh the lightning pass at Disney so, is like thirty dollars per person per day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but so, the, so did- the the lightning plan, the express price at Universal is like it's it's like a stock price. It ranges. Like I paid two thirty for Nirvana's for one day. So you went. So you went to you went to Epcot, and you did around the world. What else? Where other parks did you go to? I went to I, I went to Magic Kingdom. Overrated. Yeah, Magic uh, Kingdom definitely overrated. I could have told you that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the overrated. thing is, this my it's my kids first. It's my kids first Disney trip. Probably gonna be yeah, their last. Go the castle. You got to see the castle. You got to see the castle. We got a lot of pictures yeah, about the castle. Highly overrated, bro. Highly overrated. And then we went to we went to Universal Studios and we went to the main part and we went to Islands of Adventure. They loved that. And then we went to Legoland. They loved that. You know what the biggest thing they loved about Legoland? What's that? There was no waits for rides. They could just do what they want to do. There were like five, 10 minute waits. So, I mean, overall, I mean, it was a good trip. Only thing that sucked was my wallet. My wallet, like all the money I won off of Underdog, that's gone. It got donated to to Disney and and Universal. Shout out to Underdog and shout out to Dave uh, for going to. <laughs> so the better question is: I see the first thing you decided to do was jump on here and talk about how you got robbed at Disney and how Disney stole your money. But what you failed to mention was how your team did without you, Dave. How I don't know. You- I honestly do not know. No, and you still don't know. I don't bro, know. Coach, are you, bro? I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, man. So th- let me let me get, let me give everybody background of how this this went down. So my my ex wife, she was like, "I signed your son up for basketball," and I'm like, "All right, cool, no problem." So I brought him the first day. They're like, "We need coaches." Nobody was stepping up to be a volunteer coach, so I stepped up the volunteer coach. Uh, and to follow to the coast, but I told him straight up, like, look, I can't do every week. I can only do occasional weeks because I'm out of town. I got things that I'm doing, and I don't have my son every weekend. He was like, all right, it's cool. He never gave me the information to do what I needed to do to 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 form the parents and when practices were, so my kids couldn't practice. Right, so I'm literally like doing practice right before the game and coming with game plans and stuff right before the game. The- <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So then when I so then. So then I tried to contact this so on my team at this point was three and one. So we were, we were, we were rocking. We, we were rocking. I only lost one game as a coach. So we were rocking. Right. But I Disney, Disney calls. And I sent the guy email like, Hey, just so you know, I ain't going to be here. And tomorrow ain't going to be here. So y'all going to have to figure this out. And then it's fine. Cause there'll be some times where I would be short changed. Like there was one week. I didn't even have a five man roster and I still came out there and beat them boys. So, so it is, we coached up and got them where we need to go. So either way, I mean, 
I don't know. I have no way to communicate to figure out what happened. I have no emails of anybody to figure it out because whenever I email oh, the person terrible, in front of it, he doesn't res- 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 respond. But look, man, we and everybody gets a trophy league anyway. You know, nobody loses. Terrible, bro. Terrible, terrible, terrible. They does not know how his team did, but they do know how we do know how the Panthers are doing. Uh, and do before we? we get it, bro, it's a lot, bro. It's a lot to talk <laughs> about today. A lot of things happened over the weekend and today, right? So we're gonna talk about everything. I don't know if we're gonna get because I I had to change the topics of the show. Originally, we were gonna talk about the free agency, the defensive roster, and we might get to that later, depending on how we get through everything else. But the main topics we're gonna talk about today is the press conferences and the kind of fallout from all the press conferences. Okay, so that's what we're gonna talk about uh, for the most part. But before we get into that. Boy, do we got a lot to we got a lot to break down. So, uh, first things first, before we get into um, everything else, remember you got to stay on the prowl, right? We got to got to stay on the prowl. There's one thing that's prowling up, Dave. There's one thing that's sneaking that snuck snuck up on us today, and that's these ticket prices, Dave. So PSL ticket prices they increased. were on the prowl too. They were definitely prowling. They they released. It. I found it funny how the Panthers today try to do this. They announced it the same day as the combine press. They kind of snuck this one in there, knowing that everybody's kind of hype about the press conferences and kind of the combine going on. They said, yeah, bing, guess what? You know what? We got, uh, you know, prices increases. Now, Dave, I, I got to give a quick shout out. Got to give a quick shout out to Vashti and Sheena uh, because they uh, put me in contact with Fox News, uh, well, Queen City News. Uh, Queen City News, which is a Fox affiliate, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, you know, they asked me to to come on TV. I did it via Zoom uh, to talk about the price increase from a PSL on a perspective. And I did just that. So if you're on Queen I City, don't. if you in. Yeah. And, and they actually and this is where I give major, major props to Vashti and Sheena. Huge kudos to them because they also allowed them to say, hey, I'm the co-host of the Panther Nation podcast. So Panther Nation podcast, Dave, Queen City News, large, large, very large, very yeah. large footprint. And they they allow and they put that on. So I'm uh, grateful uh, for Sheena and Vashti for allowing that to happen. That was super dope. Um, so, yeah, yeah, super dope. And it just happened on a whim. You know, Vashti sent me a text saying, hey, you want to talk about PSL price increase? And I said, hey, yep, I got it. I can mm-hmm. do it. They they asked me to do it within the 30 minutes. I did it uh, quick. It, the Zoom was kind of jacked up a little bit, but they got what they needed to get out of it. And uh, it was good. It was great. So here are my thoughts. Just in, in case you, did, you didn't see the Queen City News, go back. Go back and watch it. It happened at 6 o'clock. You can, you know, if you got DVR or you recorded it, you got Hulu, you can go back and watch it, whatever. YouTube, T, whatever, whatever you got. Go back and watch it. But here's what I did say. Um, is from my perspective, from a PSL ownership standpoint, every level got got a different increase, right? So the people that were most affected by the price increase were the lower the lower level owners. My ticket prices went up about hundred and twenty dollars for the entire season, right? So it's it broke out to about fifteen dollars a game. It was yeah, it was it was, it was more than it was probably about one hundred and seven hundred and sixty hundred seven. It was about eighteen dollars per game. So it wasn't a crate like it wasn't as crazy stupid increase um you know the 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 message behind hey the prices increased being that we're such a terrible team the optics are terrible like the optics are really really bad 
right? I get that, but it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad to where, and I, I I can see how it may impact some people and say, hey, you know what? It's too much. I'm not gonna renew. They might lose a couple of people based off of this. They might lose some keep some people off the strength. Are they standing on business? Like, hey, y'all team is trash. I'm not supporting the product. They're probably gonna lose some people. I mean, so, but from a price standpoint, I just wanted to give y'all numbers from a, a PSL ownership standpoint. I don't know what upper level is. Like their their numbers may be different. I don't I don't know. But for the most part, it was probably about a, a four, I think a four to seven percent increase, depending on what you're looking at. Yeah, you know I mean, so I just wanted to give that it wasn't terrible, uh, but the optics do look awful. Uh, being that we were trash, and I will say this: it, this is a league-wide price increase, right? It's not just the Panthers saying, "Hey, up your tickets." All everybody's tickets went up. Prices of everything is going up. You been to the grocery store lately? Like everything is going up. Everything. 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 Everything is going up, bro. So this is not a surprise. Um, but I get it. The optics are terrible. Shots NFL kid. He put the the link out. That is the link, man. I appreciate that, uh, NFL kid. Yeah, I was on at uh, six o'clock. It was a quick, quick couple of topics. Uh, they, I was on with somebody else too. They, I don't know who the other individual was, but it was about maybe a a, a five minute interview with uh, Queen City uh, News, and they uh, kind of clipped out maybe one or two bits of it. But it was dope. It was dope. That's I appreciate that. Yeah, no, super, super dope. And uh, shout out to Casey. She was the one to interview me. Real cool people's. Appreciate it, man. Again, shout out to uh Sheena and Vashtai, man. I appreciate y'all a lot because they didn't have they didn't have to give me that look. They could have went to anybody and they gave me that look. So I appreciate that. That's what's up, man. That's what's um, up. So, so shout out to uh go ahead, Dave. Let me let me let me tell y'all something. I don't disagree about the fact that the prices are going up, but the like you said, bro, the optics look terrible. And I think a lot of folks were pissed. I just wonder how many folks that were angry are actual PSL owners. Uh, because sometimes we just get angry just to get angry without any perspective on it. it it's just interesting about it. It, it. You would hope that you wouldn't increase prices when the team's as bad as they're they, as it is right now. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see if that really affects them. But at the same time, they probably have the attitude of, well, you know, I ain't too worried about it because, you know, somebody else will take it. Somebody else will buy it. Somebody else will get it. Yeah. Somebody else will buy them. Um, whether from, it's whether it's our team or another team, yeah, but I mean, it'll buy the ticket. It'll it'll be it'll be it'll be a Panthers fan. It's just a matter of if it's going to be a Panthers fan that's going to go. You know what I'm saying? Because right. there's a lot of Panthers fans that just don't go to the games, right? So it'll be a Panthers fan, but will they use it as an investment to sell it so to other fans, or will they actually go to the games? Damn. That's where it gets interesting. So. Um, but overall, I understand. I, I get it. I get the economical side of the fence, but at the same time, bro, there, yes, everything's going up, but that means there might not be enough disposable income to cover stuff right. like this. Yeah, and that's the point that came up on Queen City News is that yeah, a lot of people might start penny pinching, and that entertainment aspect aspect is going to be the first thing to go. That's, you know that's I mean? the first thing that's cut. Yeah, yep. And it's and it's all layers. Like I think. I think people are always going to be entertained, but then you ask yourself, well, how far is the entertainment going to go when it comes to going to a Panthers game where you can watch from television? Blackout yeah. dates are over. Yep. Like, they don't do that anymore. That's true. So they can just watch the game on television. So Adam says, uh, should I buy a PSL? Would it be profitable? 
bro, I can't, I can't, I don't give investment uh advice. Uh, we we aren't, we aren't. <laughs> that ain't that ain't this kind of show. But uh, uh-huh. you you could you could sell your tickets if you want to, um, and try to break even. I tell you, you probably will make quite a bit of money on that Cowboys game because uh, we do play the Cowboys again at uh, Bank of America Stadium, and it always ends up being a landslide of who shows up because Dallas Cowboy fans are going to buy those tickets and they're going to drop money because it rarely it it doesn't happen very often. In fact, it is happening back to back years. The Cowboys fans are going to drop that bag to come see their squad, and people are like. And there's a lot, a lot of lot Cowboy of fans in the area too. Yeah. Yep. A lot of a lot of money. A lot of money is made off of uh, off of um, you know, that Cowboys game. So I don't know. You got to look at the schedule, see where it is, and it depends. Like if the Panthers end up being good, you can also sell the tickets and make some money too. So like it's it's up to you, man. It's really up to you, and uh, it's on you whether you decide to sell it or keep it. I mean, it's it is what it is. It is what it is. Um or or that's true. This is true. That, that, that game ain't that Germany. game ain't gonna be in Germany, guys. Yeah, I think it's gonna be the Chiefs. It's not. They already official. said it's the Chiefs. They indirectly they said it was, it was the Chiefs. Yeah, it was well, kind of I mean, indirect. Yeah, the, 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 clue, the, cl- the clues are out there, man. I I anticipate us playing the Chiefs in Germany. I'm and somebody asks if we're gonna go. It all depends on when that date falls. Yeah, it depends on when the date is because it, it can't be on. G- if it's on Jiho weekend, we ain't coming. We're not going to that. Yeah, nah. we're not going. Sorry, already, sorry, already, Yeah, I already already spent money. I already got my flight to to um, Greensboro. Yeah, we not we not missing Jiho, and it's our twentieth year anniversary. Yeah, uh, I, and it's, it's a double twenty for me. Yeah, <laughs> I graduated yeah. from A yeah. twenty years ago. So, yeah, so. we not we not doing that. We not doing that. We not missing Jiho for the Panthers. Sorry. Nah, not when you're two and fifteen. Uh, F uh, Dylan Rice or Dylan? I don't. I don't it's know. Dylan. Uh, Dylan. 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 Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. That's where my brain went. That's, bro. That was Chappelle. Uh, Shout out to Chappelle. He said, he, he said, how much are PSLs uh, for lower bowl? I can't find it. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Uh, I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. But anyway, Dave, that is the that is the uh, PSL increase. Uh, again, that is why this PSL structure is in place one of the you know one of the teams that that started that we are the team that started the psl structure and that's yep. why this this exists is to a it's, it's a business at the end of the day that's why we are eight, ranked eighth in uh in total uh attendance even mm. though we suck those tickets are sold but that's why y'all keep talking oh don't don't show up don't them tickets are sold the, already guys tickets are sold already bro it, it they them tickets are gone that doesn't work not showing up doesn't work. It might affect concessions a little bit. He already got your money. He already got yeah, your money. It don't work. It don't work, bro. The tickets are sold, and and they they do the money is due before the season starts. So they, <laughs> the, the, the tickets are gone, bro. Yeah, like so you you can't. It's not like you could decide. Hey, I'm gonna wait until halfway through the season. Now nah, your tickets are forfeited by then, bro. And then guess what? They go on the open market, and then people scoop them up because they're gonna resell them. Yep. Yep. My bad. My bad. My bad, uh, Dylan. I missed the other super chat. My bad. There you go, Dave. Some money to cover part of your Mickey Mouse ears. There you go. I missed a couple. I missed a couple of them. Here we go. Uh, Greer Poplin says more than 18 per. We have uh, one less. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Um, 
It says, uh, Stephen V says they better not pay 30, uh, Burns 30 mil. He is a top five nor top 10. Trade him, uh, trade I'll, him and Brown. We need, well, bro, you got to chill, bro. Can we, can we talk, can we talk about this? Because I didn't get, I didn't get the chance to speak my piece oh, about this whole. Yo, hold, hold up, hold up. We're we going to talk about it. And once All we get right. to the, once we get to, uh, right. what Dan Morgan said, we'll, we'll kind of dive into it a little bit. Uh, but hold that thought. We got we got a couple more things to get into. Shout out to Dylan for the super chats. And I missed the one I missed earlier. My apologies. I did get to it eventually. So my apologies on that, man. My my fault. All right. So yeah, we we, we gotta pump the brakes on the we gotta pump the brakes on our trade talk. We gotta relax. All right, so here we go. Um let's get it. All right, Dave. We gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about this, Dave. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I did not immediately do a morning huddle to to break this whole thing down. I, I'm actually proud of you, sir. I, bro, I, me too, because it took everything in me to 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 not tweet. I didn't say any. I have not until this day, until this moment, I have not said anything about this. I talked and about I'm it on so MD. I, I talked about it on my other show, MD, last night. But I talked about it a little bit. Um, here's my thing. I ain't mad at what Cam did. And I'm I'm actually like, what made you think that you're gonna go after a man that took Auburn to the national championship by himself? And you just thought it was a good idea. An NFL MVP, do 6'5, 240. Like, what made you think it was a good idea to jump him? And by the way, man, did you hear the, the response from the guys that jumped him? Yes, I did. I, I did. And that's why I think it's I think that's why it's important that I'm so glad I waited because there's layers to this. It's not just it, it's not just there's several things I want to unpack from this, right? First off, like Dave said, bro, and their response is 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 laughable, right? Because bro, it's Cam Newton. No, but no, like, you know what? You know what made their response laughable? Yo, man. Yo, folks are so sensitive, bro. So you telling me because that man trash talked, you had to jump? That's him? what I'm saying, bro. It's Cam Newton. It's Cam. Yo, we know he trash talks. We know that, bro. We know he trash talks. And for you to say you've been around him for five years and you've been around him for five years and you don't know that he trash talks, like I don't understand. If you know this is how he operates and how he rolls. Then why are y'all why are y'all even so close? And then what? Here's my thing. Here's what frustrates frustrates me so, me so much about this. Right? This is Cam Newton, bro. This is a former NFL MVP, should be a future Hall of Famer. You don't just roll up on him like that, bro. Like Tom, you would not do this to Tom Brady. You would not do this to any other legend, bro. You don't do that. No matter what was said, it's trash talk. It's full. It's a game at the end of the day, bro. And to, for at at the end of the day, I, I'm so proud of Cam. I'm so proud of Cam because the restraint, the restraint he had to not swing on one of them dudes and knock one of them dudes. Bro, he was holding them away. Like, he was holding them back. He really could have destroyed them dudes, and he didn't. That Like, that can't be said enough, bro. He really could have, like, hurt one of them dudes for real. You're talking about 6'5", 2'6", well, 240, probably 230 now. Probably lost a little bit of weight. Well, bro, he could have really hurt one of them dudes, bro. He literally dragging one of these dudes around and got the other one in a bear hug, bro. And they, they can't even hit him. Like, he could have destroyed one of them cats. 
the restraint that that man had because it could have been totally different if he would have knocked one of them dudes out. And that's what probably what they wanted. There's a lot of other layers to it. I guess he used to work for him too, or something like Cam used to. I mean, they used to work for him and they used to be part that's of the team. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, all, that, yeah. all that said, all that said, yo, you know him, you know Cam, like you know mm-hmm. how he is. It should have never got to that. It should have never got to that, bro. Yeah, you know I mean, so it, it sucks. It, it sucks. And I hate, I hate that Cam had to go through this, bro. I'm well, hate because this is this is this is some negative stuff that don't need to be. Well, he know, it, he can clear the air on this podcast later this week. I'm guessing. So, if that's what well, he I'm wants sure, to do, I'm sure his people not is tell his legal people tell him not to say nothing. I'm sure. I'm sure this this is. I'm sure this is. It, it won't be necessarily unpacked like that. And if it does, he can be very careful about what he says and how he does it. I don't think this is gonna be a typical Cam Newton banter because it's this could be legal aspects to it. Because if you think about it. And if what they're saying, if if allegedly what they're saying is right, Cam put his put his hands on them. So and they kind of reacted. That's what they said happened. So again, I don't think I don't think he's going to talk about this like he normally would. But at the see, so here's the thing though. The, I don't pay attention to what the media says because guess what? The media reacted incorrectly. The media said it was Thought kids. He did it. That did the, the, the kids jumped them initially. Yeah, they had to clean that kids. up. They're not kids. They're adults. They're grown amen. They're adults. That's why I'm glad I did not react to this because I thought it was kids too. They're not I kids. Miss, They're I, grown amen, bro. Initially, folks were saying kids, and then I saw one tweet saying, "Nah, those are the coaches from the other team." And those like, are oh. adults. They're not kids, bro. And that's when you talk, when you see Shannon Sharp and all these other cats reacting to it and talking about kids, they're not kids, bro. These are grown amen. They're adults. They're coaches. So that's why we can't go with them. That's why you mute that. That's why you can't watch this stuff like that, bro. You got you to be careful, man, because everybody's talking about it. I've seen like, I've watched Cam and Mace talk. They were all reacting as if they were kids. These are not kids, bro. They're grown amen. That's why you gotta wait. That's why you gotta be patient and wait till the whole story come out before you start yapping. That's why I'm glad I did it. I was very specific and very and very careful before because I was yeah. gonna do a morning huddle the next day and I was like, ah, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna wait. Cause I yeah. it's gotta you be gotta other, wait to the, other, you gotta wait because it's kids be involved, you gotta wait till the details out. come out anyway. If it was kids, and then you and then but you knew somebody was gonna somebody was gonna flinch quick, somebody was gonna say something because it looked bad and it looked like they were jumping cam. You know what I'm they saying? Were. So they it, tried. It, they attempted. Oh God, they tried and they, they failed. Attempted, but, they failed but, miserably. And I, again, and, go, go, back, go ahead, Dave. My fault. Nah, my fault. Go ahead. I, and I, nah, it's just so. When I saw the response, I'm thinking to myself, dog, why are you out here trying to get this clout now? We already caught your ass getting your ass beat. We done here. There's no discussion to be had. There's no story that you can come up with that can that can give you a reason why you did what you did. And uh, and then it's like, well, because it was trash talking. I'm like, yo, bro, it's trash talk, man. We if we can't trash talk, like you said on your tweet, yeah. like, what's the world come to if we can't yeah. trash talk? If I, yo, man, look, man, I'm 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 trying to get the attorneys right. If I can't trash talk when I beat somebody's ass, man, that's problematic. I'm pretty sure they're gonna talk shit to me when they beat my ass. I mean, it is what it is. That's problematic, man. That's part of the game. Disrespect is part of competition. You can't take that out of it. Simple as that. Yeah. Yep. But again, shout out to Cam for restraining somewhat. But at the same time, 
allegedly Cam was the first to put the hands on somebody, and they said that they reacted. They tried to jump him. You're not, bro. He's six five. You sometimes you just gotta, hey, you just gotta, you gotta humble yourself at that point. Yeah, you know I mean, so cloud chasing. That's what y'all saying in the chat. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, it is what it is at the end of the it day because they definitely got on the media. They got, a, they got on a media run now. They sitting down. They pod. Everybody probably wants to talk to him now. So yep. there could be an aspect of cloud. This chasing. is their this is their thirty seconds of fame. I hope they I hope they leverage it because this might be it for them once it goes goes downhill. But yeah, man, th- don't let that overshadow. Uh, you know what Cam is doing with the kids. That seven on seven stuff he's been doing for a long time. And, and by the way, man, for a lot of kids. So and, let's let's not lose sight of that, bro. But the other thing too, you got to consider. I mean, this ain't the, like he got disrespected by adults here. I mean, in the past, there's been videos that came out where kids disrespected him. But yeah, that but was nobody far- put hands. That's all. Nobody that's put all hands on talk. him. Trash talk. You can Cam could trash talk with the best of them. That's that's not going to affect Cam, but it's different when when hands starting to you start swinging on people, bro. You, it's 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 different. It's different. So, but see that, and I talked about the shout out to uh, Carlo because we talked about this on on the pregame because we talked about uh, when when uh, Brees Hall got ran up on in the airport and now how all these athletes got to now they got to run up with security now, bro. The security is not cheap. You got they got to dig into their pockets. Hire a full time. Yo, nobody wants to walk around with security guards all day. I'm. A, I'm. I can well, tell I'm, you. I can tell you a quick story about this. So, Black Thought from the Roots. I met him. I've met him a few times, and I asked him, man. I was like, Why ain't you got security? He was like, Why the hell? I, why the hell do I need security? <laughs> he was like, Why am I going to spend all that money on security? I came from South Philly. Why would I need security? That man came from College Park. That man probably don't even think he needs security. Besides the fact that it's expensive. Like it ain't cheap to have. He was, he was, bro, I was it's like, not yeah. cheap. It's not security cheap to have a security cheap, guard just bro. walking around. It's not, man. I'm sure nobody, and I, I think Cam thinks probably thinks he or probably knows he can take care of himself, so he's not really worried about it. And which he displayed that he, that's on full mm-hmm. display here in this video. So we don't need a second. We don't need to question that. But it's just a sad day when these athletes feel like they gotta they gotta walk with security all day, bro. Like nobody wants to do that. Like I would be, yo, I would be miserable if I had the minute I walked out the door had to walk with security all day. That's a miserable life, bro. If I ever get that famous, y'all, y'all ain't gonna ever see me again. I can promise y'all that. Cam's footwork is still in that. <laughs> yeah, hey, yo, he Cam was, hey, he was working, bro. I the way he got, the way he dragged that dude around like a Bruh. little kid, bro. That's impressive, bro. Cam, yo, yo, Cam was. <laughs> Bro, he was he was maneuvering, bro. Had this man in the barrel. I mean, he been like he been there before. He's like he been there before. Shout out to Noli with the super chat. Cam's <laughs> footwork is in NFL shape, man. Yeah, that arm strength, bro. He could probably hey, be a mean left tackle right now. The way he the way he just did that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's elite left tackle yo, play. If your next slide was about the comments that Dan Morgan said about Icky, that would be phenomenal. But I, you know, yeah, it, I don't think I'm that good. <laughs> or am I? Nope. Salary, no salary cap increase. So I really got I got real quick before we get into that. Um, we got to talk about the salary cap increase. So uh, again, the NFL uh, has informed teams the other day that the 2024 salary cap will be 255.4 million, which is a 30 million dollar increase, bro. Huge increase. Huge increase, bro. Uh, Dave. 
Any thoughts on the salary cap increase? I see the irony in the fact that the salary cap increases the amount of money that Brian Burge allegedly wants. That is kind of funny and ironic. It is ironic to me. As soon as I saw the increase, that's the first thing I tweeted. I said the irony of the fact that the salary cap increases is exactly what Brian Burns wants. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. So as of right now, according to over the cap, uh, that's going to put us at uh, – 34 million about 35 million dollars in cap space right and it and now it gets very interesting right we're 35 million dollars in cap space you know you could do some restructuring but but dave this is where it gets interesting right this is where it gets interesting dave because dan morgan today uh spoke at the combine and i want to attract your eyes to that contracts uh um, bullet where it says we're going to be a little smarter when it comes to restructuring contracts. Okay. Over the past couple of years, when Samir and Scott were kind of getting their groove, they started employing that voided year stuff, kicking the can down the road a little bit. And it appears on the surface that that is not going to be the case. And they're going to be a little more targeted in how they do that, which means. This is what this, you know, I keep saying, you know how, Dave, I keep saying at some point you got to pay the piper. Sometimes you, you kick the, you the, at some, you can kick the can down the road, but at some point you're going to have to pay up. So case in point, when you got guys, uh, you know, uh, that have large salary cap hits in their coming year, like Dante Jackson, Taylor Moten, Taylor Moten is going to be getting paid 30, uh, nearly $30 million this year, highest cap hit on the team. You know, that that is because we kicked the can down the road. We've restructured this contract year after year after year to free up space. We've taken that base money, uh, turned it into bonus, and now you're you're paying him his base salary uh for that year, and then you're freeing up some current space, some cap space. Now, keep an eye on what Dante Jackson, keep an eye on what Dante Jackson's con- uh salary cap uh hit looks like 15 million, right? I don't think there's too many people uh, that are happy with that 15 paying him 15 million dollars for this year. But that's that's if you don't restructure or you don't kick the can, we're going to pay that money. And so people are going to be like, oh, the salary cap doesn't exist. See, I told you the salary cap doesn't exist, but you're 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 going to pay a guy like that 15 million dollars. A guy like Dante Jackson, 15 million dollars this year. Do y'all think he's worth Y'all think he's worth that? Even if you cut him, even if you cut Dante Jackson, you're going to have to pay up. Have to pay it. That, and that's that's the point. That's what I be talking about with paying the piper. At some time, at some point, you got to pay up, bro. You got to pay up, and that's what I be talking about. So when you have a culture shift and you have a, a different mindset, the salary cap is going to uh, be impacted. So I, keep an eye on this, bro, because it's you know in prior years I could come out here and say. Okay, I know what the Panthers are going to do. We're going to restructure all the all the top cap hits, and we're going to you know we're going to free up this amount of space. And it was very predictable that what we were going to do this year, not so much because we're again, quote unquote, we're going to be a little smarter when it comes to restructuring contracts. So smarter means you're going to be a little more careful with how you do it. 
You only gonna restructure contracts of guys that you know is gonna be here long term. You're not just which is what I've been, which is what I've been saying. That's how you're supposed to do it, Moten. I think we could do it. I think Taylor Moten, he's a forever Panther, bro. I don't as long as Moten is healthy enough to play football here, he's solid enough to 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 do what he needs to do. We're not gonna shuffle that offensive line. I think Moten is going to be the right tackle until he decides to hang it up for the Carolina Panthers, and I think he's good enough to do so. Mm-hmm. But guys like Dante Jackson, I don't see. I don't see it, bro. I don't see us restructuring a guy like him. They may they may cut him, but that's still eating that contract. You still eating a lot of because a lot of his money is tied up in bonuses because of the restructures. Yep. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Dante Jackson, Dante Jackson's contract. I mean, you can't. I don't know if you can trade him. I mean, you you still gonna have to take the salary. You got to take some of the guaranteed money. You got to take the guaranteed money, right? So we got to see what they're going to do with Dante Jackson. Dante Jackson's contract is the main one. I'm curious to see what they're going to do about it. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all. When you want. Wherever you want. On your schedule. There is. The Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule. At queencitypodcastnetwork.com And everywhere you get your podcasts. But I will say this. I tweeted about – I want to go to a different bullet, man. I'm, I tweeted about this, about how oh wrong God. I was about Miles Sanders. I was so wrong about Miles Sanders, bro. Dog, do you understand how wrong I was about Miles Sanders? The fact that he pretty much said two was the starter, Miles rotation. What are you going to do with that contract, bro? Bro, that that is one of the worst – that's got to be one of the worst signings. Uh, you know, it's, it's, not a, it's not a good look. That contract is uh, – is, a nice contract for a guy that's RB two, bro, uh, and that's that's not a good look. His his cap hit next year is seven point six or this year, excuse me, seven point six million. He's basically uncut. I mean, he's uncuttable, really. Um, you can't really cut him until after this year, so uh, it's tough. I mean, he, he at least he was mentioned, right? At least they did mention him to let him know that he's going to be the backup. <laughs> Yeah, he he was mentioned. He did. He did, he did my, man, up, my man, my he man, my man mentioned him the straight up because they asked about the run. It was like, oh no, nah, was gonna be the starter. Miles rotating. My God, man. Do you <laughs> good grief, bro? He was mentioned. Yeah. I guess Tube was a dog and Miles ain't. That's what we're rolling with. That's what we're gonna yeah, roll I'm, with. They, hey, listen. Some some of them got pit, some of them got poodle, bro. He said basically that's what that's what. That's what Dan Morgan said, basically. Dog. So, so yeah, man. Um, it, it's 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 tough. It's tough with uh with for for Miles Sanders. I mean, I guess it's not. At the end of the day, you getting paid. That's probably the last big contract he's ever gonna get. Um, and, and so I I can't knock him for getting that bag and you know being RB two. Uh, so it is what it is. Shout out to Chuba, who's this year's gonna be a contract year for him. I I predict. I'm going on record right now. Just based off of the comments that Canales had, based off the comments that now Dan Morgan said about Chuba, bro, I'm I'm gonna sit up here and say, bro, thousand yard season loading for Chuba. I'm booking it, y'all. A bold prediction early in the game, early. 
Oh, early prediction. Oh, early, bro. Book it. Chuba, thousand yard season. It's gonna happen. Um, Icky, Dave, let's talk about it. Icky, staying at left tackle. All you, you, all you folks who want to move Icky that want to take a wide receiver at thirty three, this helps your chances. This helps your chances. I mean, I still think we probably could use another interior lineman, but this helps your chances a little bit. I kind of figured um, that we're going to have to keep him at that position anyway. When you sit down and think about it, you kind of have to. When you're drafting him with a top 10 pick, can't bench him. Be curious to see yeah. how he does with new personnel. I can't be mad at I can't be mad at that answer, but that also tells me that they don't think offensive line is as dire as no, I don't. I don't think that's the case. No, no, I don't. I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think that's the case at all. I think that. <laughs> I, I think that. I think that with with De- with with Icky specifically, and I'm not talking about the rest of the offensive line. I'm talking about Icky. With Icky, I think that they think he's still young, right? And they think that he can be coached better than what he was. Dan Morgan, I, he said it. He, the context of what he said was that I believe that Icky. With the better coaching, with the better scheme or a different scheme, that Icky can be put in a better position to win. And uh, they say he has a skill set. They're going to leave him there, and let's see what we can do. Now, that being said, I still do think that if Canales, if things ain't going right, I do think Canales will move him if need be because he did it. He did it with Tampa. He moved guys around um, to, to where, where they uh, where they fit, and I think that. This is the, what Canales is going to do is actually coach. He's going to put guys in the right position and where they are or where they're going to succeed. And so I think that's what they're going to do with Icky. And Icky, I, I hope I hope it works out. I hope that he is our future, our left tackle of the future, and we ain't got to worry about it no more. I hope that's the case. But you know, they, they they it seems like they believe it too. So we'll see. We'll see. That sophomore, like like uh, D Cash says, the sophomore slump was real. Hopefully, he can get up out of it. Hopefully he can work his way back. I mean, it's a friendly amount of coaching matters too. So I mean, he might be able to bounce back from this with a different coaching staff and a different scheme. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, but one thing is certain: I don't. I while I don't think I can still see us take an offensive lineman at thirty-three, but I, I think the odds have, have lowered a bit. I completely disagree. You keep saying that like we like our interior ain't question. Yeah, but if you but if you. If you're already having faith in if you and rightfully so to have faith in Icky to give him another year, what makes you think they don't think otherwise with some of the other folks that they currently have on the roster? Like we know Moulton's gonna be fine. Like we know that Moulton's gonna be okay. But what about all the other guys? That's so what like, I'm asking you. That's what I'm telling you. Nah, is that, I'm just yo, saying, I, like I don't I mean, think I don't think that's the case for the interior. I think that there's a lot of question marks in the interior, including Bozeman. And I I think that thir- at 33. You know, Dan Morgan said it, and you can see right there that bullet point with 33. Uh, it will be best player available. Uh, he says, and if all things are equal, then we'll go with need. And I think that I firmly believe that interior offensive linemen, whether it's, it's center or, or swing center slash guard, I firmly believe that that's at the top of the need list, bro. I firmly believe that. Do you think – he made an interesting comment about the wide receivers. Did you hear that? What did he say, Dave? I heard he it. Said, he said something to the effect of, you know, we got pretty good – pretty good wide receivers right now. We got pretty something good depth. Like so, yeah, he said something yeah. to that effect. So all you guys, wide receiver at 33, I'm sorry to 
I'm afraid I got some bad news. Shout out to Bad News Barrett. Like, you might not get what you want. If he thinks they got good receivers now, you might not get what you want. Yeah, he he did. I, well, I couldn't hear it because they had music playing on the Twitter feed. Well, that's a whole so I couldn't discussion. hear what he said. That wasn't shout, the Twitter shout, feed. Hey, yeah, hey, Pan, hey, Panthers, man. Hey, look, I run this this thing on part time. It's called Panther Nation Podcast. We're doing all right over here. If you need some help, you know, I'm pretty good with StreamYard and streaming to different locations. I mean, I'm pretty good at it. You know, I do this. Been doing it for a while. I got a nice little resume. Uh, so if y'all need some help, man, just hit me up, bro. Hit me up. I got y'all, man. Because yo. What's what's going on over there, bro? This is like the whole under the whole Canales era. We haven't had a, a solid press conference. We haven't, yo. You had the first the 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 Dagum um introductory press conference. We couldn't hear audio was jacked up, and now at the combine press conference, you got music playing. Can't nobody understand what's going on. So hit your boy up, bro. I got you. I can help out, man. I can help out. But anyway, Dave, yeah, he, he mentioned a couple and he said Mingo. I heard Mingo and I didn't hear the, the other one. I don't know if he said Thielen or, or Thielen. What. He said Thielen. Yeah, did he say okay, Mingo and Thielen? Yeah, I think that there's a question. I think we're gonna get another wide receiver, but I think that could be smoke. It's not know. about it's not I'm not questioning we're not gonna draft a receiver, it's a matter of what we're not gonna do in our 33. Because and I said it on and I said it on Twitter when everybody was like arguing about the Brian Burns contract. And I said, yo, dog, if we don't resign Brian Burns. We're taking the edge at thirty three. There's no offense to us about it. We're taking. The yeah, edge I think I think that could be a possibility. Even if we even if we do even if we do sign him, we could I could have an argument to keep to get an edge at thirty three. Even if we sign him, but if we don't sign him, oh y'all can just throw everything out the table. When we do this mock yeah. draft for thirty three, we're just gonna pick an edge rusher. You ain't uh, getting yeah, your wide receiver guys. Good. That's just what the breaks are. But I agree with that. Resigning him might give a possibility for it to be somebody else other than edge rusher. But if we don't resign Burns. Oh, we taking edge rush at 33, ladies and gentlemen, because that's a bigger need, a much bigger need. Unless y'all like yeah, YGM, it, unless y'all like YGM and uh who, who else will be starting? YGM and yeah, now YGM he a free agent too. Oh, yeah, that is right. So and Marquis Saints. It'll be that's DJ what I'm saying. Johnson. We drafted one. It'll be it'll be DJ Johnson. Who'll be on the other side of DJ Johnson? Hell if I know Amari Barno. Amari Bono and DJ Johnson will be your starting. Defensive ends. Y'all ready for that, guys? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all saw Y'all ready? Your, your edge rusher. You ready? Talk about you ain't trying to pay him. Y'all insane, bro. Y'all got to pay him. He's got the leverage. I keep telling y'all that. You got to pay him. Either going to pay him or well, going to tag him. I don't know if he got all the leverage, but he, 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 uh, he got he's got he's got more he's got more than folks want to give him credit for. He's got we, he's got more than we. He's got that, more that than franchise folks tag. That franchise tag puts a lot of leverage in the Panthers' head. Yeah, but nobody's gonna out, nobody look the time to get him for multiple first round picks, that's over. No, I'm just saying that I'm I, that's not what I'm saying. There's the franchise tag, either you play or you don't. No, you that's I mean? fine. Like, that's fine. And he can decide what he wants to do. And by the way, guys, for those who aren't aware, and, and Rashad's probably aware of this, but I'm gonna let you guys know if we tag Brian Burge, he's gonna be tagged as a linebacker, which means he's gonna make twenty four million dollars. Paid. Paid. So he'll probably will sign the tag, but he got to show up though. He'll show if he signs the tag. I think he's gonna show up. Like I'm not too worried about that. I I, I think he's trying to no. I think he's I think he wants a long term deal, bro. I, I know, think I'm that not doubting year, that, but my point is the fact that they're gonna put him at linebacker versus defensive. You talking? I think it's like a five million dollar difference between the two positions. Yeah, it's like yeah. I think it's like 19 million for defensive end. 
Yeah, so he's going to get the linebacker, which is 24. Yep. I mean, it ain't 30, but it's still a lot of that's a chunk of change. Y'all worried about sacks, and I'm I think the bigger thing, like you want to have players that teams game plan for. Like, but you hold on, but, but stay right there. Stay right there. I agree with you, Dave. But you also want dudes that are going to impact the game, even if scheme for. And you only listen. Let me not. I don't want to say that because I don't want to come. But the only the, the reason why Burns is being schemed for, Dave, is who else is going to scheme for in, uh, uh, coming off the edge? I mean, like, you, you got to scheme like, for DB too. But I mean, DB is just a disruptor. Like, like, but you want as many of those schemable guys as possible. If you walk, if you if you let Brian Burns walk, the only guy that you're gonna scheme for is Derek Brown. You're not worried about DJ Johnson, guys. Sorry, you're not worried about whoever else they're gonna put on the other side of him. Like, but yeah. the bottom line is, NFL teams are still scheming for Burns. Whether I he's agree. getting, whether he's getting the sacks, I know you're worried about the sacks or not, but. You got to remember, too, folks are talking about how great of a year YGM's had. And he's a free agent, too. You think he did that by himself? I think Burns being out there helped him a little bit. So, Les, y'all got to gotta understand how this works. So, you, you can't, like, every, like, folks wanted YGM cut before the season started. Folks wanted him gone. Now, all of a sudden, we're trying to figure out a way to pay him. So, dog, when I looked at the remaining edge rushers that we would have on this roster, it's brutal, guys. It's brutal. It's bad. We've been we've been talking about for years about the fact we don't have a pass rush. We keep letting these guys walk through the door. Like we just keep letting them walk. We let Reddick walk, then wonder why, and then and now you're like, oh well, we gotta let Burns walk, and wonder why. Right, and then, then you, then you, then you say, "Well, we're giving this quarter, this quarterback, quarterback had plenty of time. They got plenty of time. Why can't we get to the quarterback? We out here trying to get a dang on sack with DJ Johnson and 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 uh, Amari Barno, trying to figure out how we are gonna get to him. Dog, we gotta sign these guys, man. I understand folks feel away about the thirty million dollars. I get it. I, I completely get it. But you gotta look. Burns is still being schemed against. You got to sign him. That's why I think he has the leverage. Yeah, he's going to get tagged, but I'm talking about for a long term. And I, I think we're going to get a long term deal done. But I think well, uh, we, I think uh, we as a fan base have a habit. We have a habit of not appreciating what we have until they're gone. We have a constant habit of that. Agreed. We have a habit of it. We don't pay guys. You know, when I was a Hornets fan. The reason why the Hornets left the first time was because y'all ran the owner out. Y'all, the, the, the Hornets, Charlotte, the city of Charlotte, ran that horn, ran that owner out because he would not pay free agents. He would draft these guys, have this phenomenal squad. You wouldn't pay Larry Johnson. You wouldn't pay Alonzo Mourning. You didn't want to play Jamal Mashburn. I think the first guy y'all finally paid. I think Mashburn was the first guy y'all finally paid. But y'all had all these stars. And y'all never would want to pay him. And y'all ran that man out of here. Y'all ran the owner out of here. You have to pay. You have to pay Burns, man. You have to pay him. So and, and 
And you got to pay Brown. But I, I don't think we have to have an argument about this at this point. You can't. You can't pay. Everybody wants to talk about the salary cap being non-existent. You can't you can pay, pay everybody. Both. That's all I'm gonna say. You can pay them you, both. You got. You got to extend Luvu too. Uh, Jared says uh, 14 two times pro two time Pro Bowlers in the draft. Burns is one of them. 24 defensive ends drafted. Only five with 40 plus sacks. Burns is one of them. That's some good stats. Good stats right there. Got to pay him. Like, what do we? Gotta, I mean, you got to pay a lot of people, bro. Like, so let's let's just let's talk. Let's talk. Well, about the problem this is that we paid the wrong people. That's, that's the true. issue. Well, we paid the wrong true. people. That's true. We paid we paid DJ more, then we trade him away. And the reason why you that, don't, that, that he, don't mean he was that don't mean he was the wrong person to pay though. No, no, he was the was right the, person to pay. Let me finish. He was the right person to pay at the time. There's no question about that. DJ Moore deserved the money that he got. But when you made the decision to trade him away to Chicago, that meant that you had to get a deal done with Burns. You had to get a deal done because you could have traded him, but you decided to trade DJ. So you had to get a deal done. But why? But why did you not trade Burns? Because you thought he was part of your long-term plans and you thought you could replace that position. And I know folks are like, well, our wide receivers weren't that good. I get all that. But figure out what happens when you can't find a pass rusher. They're hard to find, too. Harder than a wide receiver, way harder. You don't know. You don't believe me? Why y'all? <laughs> what have you all been watching for the past couple of years? Wade says I'm all for teams having to scheme for Burns, but when, uh, but we need that game changing mentality when it matters most. But I'm for, for Burns getting paid. So who's gonna come in? I mean, we got we got a list. I mean, there's a list we could take a look at. But real quick, let's let's take a look at what. Dan Morgan specifically said about Brian Burns. Uh, he said all options are on the table. We said that mul- multiple times. Shout out to Chris Jenkins uh, from Charlotte Vibe who said, uh, who, who sat down with uh, Dan Morgan and spoke to him about Brian Burns' situation. He's just saying that we're not taking no calls right now, uh, but uh, all options are on the table, including a franchise tag. Also, uh, he mentioned that they're going to be talking to um, Brian Burns agent this week during the combine. So we're going to hear some more kind of things may start to shift and you may hear some things. Brian Burns did, uh, you know, did tweet, keep pounding the other day. I think something's going to get done. Uh, I think there is a, there is a way we can get this done. You just, but you cannot get what here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't, You've got to be able to once you once you pay Brian Burns, right? That doesn't mean all problems are solved, right? No. You have to be able to draft. When you start paying, when you when you pay a player, you better be equally matching him with a, a, a high draft caliber person, right? Now, I'm not saying that he needs to be drafted in the first round, but the dudes better start contributing because you cannot answer all your questions in free agency. That's what we've been doing the past couple of years. I feel like we've been trying to get everything done in free agency. Every draft pick is not every, but a lot of them have been misses, right? So when you pay them, that means it puts a lot of pressure on guys that you draft because that money is not going to be available for you to fix it in free agency. So you pay Bond Burns, that maybe, I don't know if that's going to mean that can you, here's the, here's the ultimate question. And people talk about, oh, the salary cap doesn't exist. We're gonna see something here. Is it possible? And I'm this is a this is a uh, 
a rhetorical question. I'm not really looking for you can you're welcome to answer in the chat, but I'm not really looking for an answer for this. Can you pay Brian Burns, extend Frankie Louvu, and Derek Brown? Yes. All three of them. Yep. So if here's the deal. You have to and this is this this is where I get a little analytical. Maybe I overanalyze a little bit. Here's here's where I start to I start to think about it. Bro, when it said when when it, when Frankie Louvu name came up, oh we oh we gonna get him done. We gonna hey we got we can't let him walk. He got that dog in him. We can't we can't let him go. We're gonna try everything to get it. I can't I can't predict the future, but we're gonna try to get it done. Dare Brown, Dare Brown, boom. Oh, he got that dog in him. Boom, we gotta keep him around. We got we got we gotta keep him rolling. It's just it's, we gotta get it done. Brian Burns, we're gonna explore our options. I think my argument against that is two things. One, Frankie won't cost as much as Brian Burns, and neither would Derek. Bro, Brown. he's gonna cost 10, 10 million a year. Like okay, he's not gonna cost. Uh, no, but, but but okay. Listen, okay. No, they're not gonna be. They're not gonna cost equal. But twenty four, twenty four plus ten plus another twenty four, bro. It's a lot of money. Like let's. I'm let's, not. I'm not disagreeing, but it goes back to my point of that's why you want to get a deal done with Burns. Because if you can get a deal done with Burns, then you'll be able to. It won't cost. It won't be a twenty-four million dollar cap hit this season. You won't have to do it that. And that's that's true. Let, let, let me say. Let me let me preface that by saying yes. If you get a long-term decision with these guys, that does not mean that they're they're the twenty-four million dollars or whatever thirty million dollars that Brian Burns gets paid. And that won't necessarily be per year. Now, no. some of that will occur in the first year. But not tw- like my point is, is that but not twenty four of it. it. It'll be a bigger debt if we got a tag burns than it is if we get an, a deal. Yes, done. yes. So that if, that's my if point. You, if you ta- if you tag Brian it's Burns, all of it. You got to take all twenty four million dollars part of your cap. Of that's going to jeopardize your chance to extend the other two. You got to get a deal done. Like you're, and the thing is, Derek Brown, you want to do it now because the price of the, the price of brick is going to go up. So that's why you want to do that now, because this is the, this is the this is the time to do it while he's on his fifth before he starts his fifth year. Do it now. Do not wait. Um, that's my biggest fear. Now, if you make the decision that you're not going to resign Burns, then still you better do it now for for Brown, and you better go get Luvu. But yeah, it's possible. But it's not going to be possible if you got to tag Burns and Burns signs that tag. It's not. It's going to be hard at that point. Or you're pretty much kicking the can. You're kicking the can down the road because now you're taking the risk of DB getting this price up. Because at that point, you're going to have to focus on extending Luvu, and then they're going to have to wait DB until his final year, which is scary. I don't think anybody wants to do that. Derrick Brown might have been the best. He probably was the second best defensive tackle in the NFL last year. Some people were arguing to be in the best one in the NFL last year. Yeah. Yeah, DB. You got to get DB, bro. Like DB. so, you want to so you need to get that deal done now. And by the way, guys, and I said this on Twitter, and folks, folks probably don't, because you know emotional intelligence is a is a thing that a lot of folks don't understand. Don't think that Derrick Brown ain't paying attention about how this is going with Brian Burns when it comes to how it's being handled in the media, when it comes to being how it's handled across the board. That matters too. That matters too. And then and so so here's the deal too, because again, you gotta look at it from a holistic standpoint. Bro, we only talking about the daggone uh the daggone defense. Yeah. 
Ain't nobody said a peep about a wide receiver, and all y'all be like, oh, we need to get up Mike Evans. Well, well, the one, what well, are we don't doing? Don't what are we doing? Mike, no, stop, 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 stop. I'm going to go ahead and kill that now. I'm killing that right now. Mike Evans pretty much said he wants to remain a buck. He wants to retire a buccaneer. That ain't happening. Yeah, a lot of, so, so did Gerald McCoy. So did Gerald McCoy, and guess what? He ended up a daggone Panther. Yeah, 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 but Jer- that's different. So yeah, It ain't yeah. different. Ain't, it ain't different at all. We ain't getting Evans, bro. McCoy, you talking about a Bucks legend. It's no, not but, different at all, bro. Yeah, but 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 he was long in the tooth when he came to us. My man Mike Evans is still getting thousand yards. That's why we want him, right? That's why we want him. All right, let's the, the difference, complete difference. Now, as for T. Higgins, he's getting tagged. So the, the two guys that y'all want, are pretty I'm much just off saying, the table. I'm just saying, in in there's a Calvin Ridley. Then there's there's uh, there's gonna be guys out there that, that we want and they want to take a look at. When I say they, I mean the fan base. You can't get you can't get everything. You can't get. We're not gonna be able to get everything y'all want, bro. We draft no receiver. We, the third, we draft no wide receiver in the third or the fourth round, guys. And then, bro, Dave, you flipped. You just said we was gonna take an offensive guy, and then you said no, we no, no. I said third or fourth third offensive round. lineman. No, I said we're gonna oh, draft wide receiver third in the third or fourth round. I did not say thirty three. I mean, maybe, yeah, but I said third or fourth. No, no, third I or fourth third, round. Yeah. Yeah, because we're not. Yeah, I, I noticed. Agree. I know that's not what you thought. No, we're I not bet. drafting the wide receiver at thirty three, guys. I've already. I've, I've been saying it. Based on these comments, it's kind of confirming it. Unless the board is ugly as hell and they ain't got a choice but to. I don't see them drafting wide receiver at thirty three. I don't. I don't see it this, happening. This is a good. This is a good question that Eddie poses. How much can the Panthers actually fix this offseason? A lot. It's a great. It's a great question. A lot. Teams turn around a lot every with, year. Uh, yeah. They do. Okay. Am I lying? Yeah. D'Amico Ryan's did. A lot, a lot of D'Amico a lot Ryan's of gaps. did. He did, but uh, I would argue that they they have a they had a lot of pieces already that just needed to be. Yeah, you know I mean, so I, I I don't think we have the pieces that they had. I'm gonna be honest. What did I say we were gonna take a wide receiver at 33, Alex? I never was for team wide receiver at 33. Maybe maybe like super maybe Eon like we're talking months, but. I've been on offensive line wait, at, at number 33 for a while now. Yeah, Wade, Wade says, I've heard Dan call multiple defenders a dog except Burns. When he when Dan talks about Burns, it gives me he's a nice guy vibes and we're willing to move off from him. Uh, bro, like, he did it today, bro. Like, he did it today. Like, if you – and, again, that's that's my analytical – again, I they're have gonna, a flaw. I overanalyze. Gonna... I overanalyze. I look at things. I look into things that maybe don't need to be looked into. That's me. But I'm hearing what Wade like. I saw what Bruh. Wade said. I I Bruh. agree with this. Even if all right, let's say let's say hypothetically, let's say hypothetically, Dan Morgan thinks that Burns is just a nice guy, and he gives nice guy vibes. You know who else gives nice guy vibes? Every other signed edge rusher on the Panthers. You got to sign one of them, and you're probably going to sign the one that's most effective. That would be Burns. Everybody's like, who's Bryce supposed to throw to? Bro, Bryce can't throw to nobody if he ain't got no protection. I ain't saying we're not drafting a wide receiver. I'm just saying we're not doing it at 33. If the wide receiver position is as deep as you guys say it is, we don't need to draft one at 33. Pause. We don't need to draft one at 33 if that's the case. Like, if we if if the position is as deep as it is, we don't need to draft one at 33. We could draft one in the third round. 
Yeah, I, I think it just depends. This is, I mean, we I don't want to get this. I hate getting into what should we draft at 33 right now because we don't know, bro. Again, it happens every single year. We we go through this, and there's a guy. We're gonna go through day one, and there's gonna be a guy sitting there right at the top where we pick. That hey, if it's not for us, like a quarterback, and it's sitting there, and somebody else wants him, we're either gonna, we're trade, gonna trade out, out of that, that pick. pick. Or we're gonna draft the guy that's sitting there that is our guy that fell to us. So we can we can sit up here and say, oh, we want a wide receiver, or we want to. Uh, but bro, if there's if the best edge rusher on the board is sitting right there, we gonna take him, bro. If the best uh, uh, offensive lineman guard is right there, center, we gonna take him. If the if the best wide receiver on the board, we gonna take him. So I it I think we have so many. And this is where this is where I get. You know, we got a lot of gaps. Like we look at it, bro. We got a lot of gaps on this roster. Like it's not, it's not just oh, we gonna sign Brian Burns, Derek Brown, and Luvu. We're just gonna take the bulk of our cap space and all our problems are solved. Like that's not it. Like that's not it. That's like a a third of the problems we gotta solve, right? That's just a, like we got a lot of we got a lot of issues on this roster, bro. It's a lot, and it it could open up even further once we start to figure out uh, what Canales wants to do offensively, right? Like we we don't know that Canales has the guys that he wants. So you could be talking about interior guys. You could be talking about wide receiver. You could be talking about tight ends. You could be talking about additional. There's a lot of issues, a lot of issues uh, on this roster, bro. And I don't think we gonna we just gonna uh, f around to solve everything in one. Like we got we got we got a ways to go. Now I I I will say this: signing Burns, Luvu, and Brown would do that would do a hell of a a hell of a lot for the future, right? That's gonna help us long in the long term, um, and in the short term. But we got a lot of gaps. We got plenty of gaps, yo. A lot of gaps. And that's where I'm like, okay, yeah, we got those, we get those three guys. That's gonna take the bulk, bro. That's this is a lot. Like people don't sign when you look at off seasons, bro. How many people have off season like this where they signing this, these, like you talking about when I did the list, bro. Brian Burns is near the top of the free agent free agent edge uh, class. Frankie Luvu is at the top of the free agent linebacker list. DB at the top, bro. This this ain't gonna come cheap, bro. And people just saying, "Oh yeah, we can do it. That's easy, simple." Yeah, no, no, bro. Okay, we'll see. If, if bro, it happens, DB DB got I, a year left. DB got a year left, though. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Got a year left. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But it go it, it goes to show, like you got to remember too, like we always talk about having that quarterback on the rookie deal. That's so, true. So you got to pay these guys now for the for the for the well ones drive when it's time to pay the quarterback. Like you 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 if you believed that Brian Burns is part of your your core, you got to sign him. So here's 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 the thing. Who else are we gonna pay? So here's this is a question. Who else are we gonna pay? This is a great question, right? Because it's not okay. So let me let me see if I can break this down because the way my my brain works, I might not be able to explain it properly. But I'm gonna try my best. Okay. So when you when you talk about paying these guys, they're gonna be likely backloaded deals, right? 
So the bulk of their money is going to be in the back in the back end of the contract, right? Yes, the salary cap increases every year. We understand that. But you got to be able to when you when you structure these contracts, you got to have that future in your mind too. You can't you can't just you you first of all, you have to hit on draft picks. In order to make a Super Bowl run, you have to hit on draft picks. That's like there's no it's not debatable. You got to hit on draft picks and then and then guess what? When you get in that Super Bowl window, that's when you're going to need to sign those big free agents that you like the cherries on the top. I.e., uh, who would I don't know, like when you go get like an Odell Beckham or you need another elite pass rusher to sign opposite of Brian Burns. That's when you need that money. To go and sign. Big names is when you end that run, when you end that, when you're in the Super Bowl window, we're not in the window. Like this help, this will help us get to the window. But we know we probably two years away, a legit two years away from the window, 2025. So you gotta have money. You gotta have money when it's time to build and add those cherries on the top, those big name of guys that are ring chasing, right? You know, we, we always get to this, we always get to those guys at the end of the year, uh, towards the end of their career. Oh, we know that where they're gonna sign, they're gonna sign with the Chiefs because they're gonna they're gonna want a ring. We don't need those kind of guys. Yep. So what I'm saying is, yes, yes, it it sounds great. You just got to have a future mindset as well. You can't just look in the short term. And I, I agree. I I'm not I'm not saying we shouldn't sign Brian Burns. I'm not again. I'm a Florida State guy, bro. I like Brian Burns. I think if we can find a way to make it work, let's get it done. I love Frankie Louvu. I love all. I, I want all three of these guys. I really want all three of these guys. In my brain, I just have a hard time. Yo, did they say bro, that you can't? Yo, you can't front load, bro. This is see. This is where you you can't front load the deal when you, you only got thirty million in cap space. You can't front load it with you that. You can't type of do that, bro. You can't front load. You can't front load deals when you only got, when you only got thirty four million in cap space and you got to sign a draft class. And you got to sign some other guys. You can't do that. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's when, when typically, and the reason why you have to backload them is because you have no you have no cap space in the short term. So they're gonna be they're going to be, yeah. And 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 Noli, you typically make make cap space by restructuring. And what did they just say? We got to be smarter with the restructures. Bro, I'm just telling. I'm just trying to prepare you, bro. I'm just trying to prepare you about what's gonna happen. We keep saying, yeah, this it's easily we gonna do all this, bro. We we gonna okay. I'm just. I trying think to, I'm, trying I'm gonna to be help honest, bro. I'm trying like, to help y'all with reality, bro. So so remember, man, we don't want hostages, right? I don't think Brian Burns is considered a hostage, and I don't think Derek Browner is either. Um, nor Frankie Louvu. I think these folks probably want to try to get these deals done. And I think they're going to try to, and I think we're going to be able to. Like, I have more faith in Dan Morgan doing it than Scott Federer. Um, so we're going to see what happens. I think if we're going to get a deal done, it'll happen before the franchise tag deadline for Brian Burns, in my opinion. It's going to have to happen before then. I think if you tag him, it, it, it creates different types of challenges to try to get other deals done. Waiting to next year is going to cost more money yeah, when it comes so to Derek the, Brown. Yeah, Not so you, that, that's, that's one part of it, Dave. Yes, you want to get deep, and this is what we. This is what Dave keeps going back to Brian Burns, and we should have got this done earlier because one, 
yes, it costs is going to cost you more, right? Yesterday's price is not today's price. But not only that, you can lower DB's current cap hit. Yep. By extending him. Yep, because he's, like, he's, he's getting paid. He's getting paid the tag. He's getting paid the tag. Yeah, he's, he's getting paid. He's top guaranteed 10 eleven. Yeah, I think it's eleven million dollars or something like that. Yeah, I could be wrong on that number. Yep, but he's guaranteed. Um, it's fully guaranteed. Uh, the fifth year yeah, is fully, fully guaranteed. Yeah, it's fully guaranteed. Eleven million dollars, fully guaranteed. If you extend him, you can drop that number down, right yep. to the the vet minimum and backload the contract. That frees you up sp- space in this year, right? Frees you up or 10 you can dollars. just leave it there. Yeah, yeah, roughly ten million. It'll free yeah. up roughly ten million, depending on what the vet. I don't know what the vet minimum is. It's a little over. I think it's about a million dollars. A little over a million. I think it's a million. It's a million and some change, something like that. But yeah, so it'll save you roughly, roughly eight, ten million, something, something like that. So that's why you want to get these deals done because it it frees you up money. In the, but it's it's a chess game, bro. You every move you make is gonna impact the future and the present. You just gotta play chess with it. And yes, you could say he's gonna figure it out. I agree. I think Brent Tillis has done a great job. I think the Chiefs is going on record saying they got they got a big hole to fill. Pause. Uh, with uh, with 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 Tillis gone, yeah, you know I mean, but now you just gotta. I'm gonna wait. I have to wait and see how they're gonna do it. I saw what Fitter and them tried to do with the restructures. They adopted the Saints model, which kicked the, which kicked the can down the road. But again, kicking the can down the road doesn't stop when he's gone. We still got the can that's still rolling in the wind, like. Like, like a a freaking um Dante Jackson. That's something we have to deal with, even though Fitter is gone. Like that just doesn't stop. Like that's what that's what people are not understanding. Like these moves have future impact. You know what I mean? I be trying to I be trying to explain. Maybe I'm not doing a great job explaining it, but like this stuff doesn't. It, there's a a cause and effect when you do stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I think we just freely say, oh, we can do this. Oh, oh, we can do that. Oh, we, bro, bro, like we've done that and it's hurt us. We've done this. We've done that. I just think we got to be careful about it and we got to make sure we keep because, again, there's a, a window at play here. When you got Bryce Young on a rookie, we got three. We got four more years to make this happen within this window. There's four. Literally, if we're going to make the Super Bowl run with Bryce Young, you got four years to do it. You got four years to do it. So you got to either either you believe in yourself and you go all in and you and you sign these guys no matter what it takes, right? You get Burns here, you 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 sign Frankie and you you, you sign you extend Derek, you get all that done. And hopefully, hopefully you don't you you don't, you know, mess up the future. Right? But you in this in the Super Bowl window. People people don't understand like you're in this in this window, bro, and if you have to be careful with it, you can't just go. Oh, we go. You, you got to be careful. That's why they're being careful with Brian Burns. They don't want to just throw thirty. Yo, oh, just throw the 30, 30 million. Just get it done, bro. You got to be careful because you got to make these pieces fit. And I'm telling y'all, bro. Once if we get good, if we get good in the next couple of years, we're gonna need those little cherries on the top, bro. Those big names that are looking looking to make a Super Bowl run, and y'all gonna want them here, and y'all gonna be y'all. Gonna, where's the space at? And you are gonna see somebody getting paid fifty three million dollars a year. I'm like, oh, you got to restructure, you got to figure it out, bro. We got. That's all I'm saying, bro. You just gotta be careful, bro. 
You got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. That's yep, all I'm with saying. You. But anyway, um, T. Holiday says 30, 30 mil for a mid, middle of the pack player. I'm not saying Burns is middle of the pack. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But I wouldn't call Burns middle of the pack. See, you see that that's why that's why Noli says that, bro. He says the cap is cap. That's why he says what he said. I just I just want y'all to understand the perspective of where he's coming from. That's why he says the cap is cap, which is why he says we can just pay everybody and it's in his and but that's not reality, bro. The the cap, yes, you can manipulate it, but only so much. Yes, uh, yes, you can you can do some things to manipulate the cap, but there's consequences to that. So the, the cap is not cap. There's consequences that come with that. That's all I'm saying, bro. But just understand that there's perspectives, bro. There's there's perspective, and you can't pay everybody. You can't pay the the ones you want. If you pay if you pay the ones you want, there's there big time free agents that would never hit the market. If that's the case, if you pay the ones you want, there would never be a big time free agent hit the market. And we see it happen every year because you can't pay everybody. You can't. So the cap does exist. But I'm just saying, there is a, a lot of people, and I'm not saying Noli is wrong. There's a lot of people that 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 operate within that mindset that says the cap ain't real. And so you could say that their perspective is easy to say, oh, yeah, just pay everybody. Hey, just pay all. Oh, yeah, just get it done. But the reality is you can't. That's why. That's why. That's why Dan Morgan comes out and says, we got to be a little smarter when it comes to restructuring contracts. Because the cap exists. You got to play the game. Because guess what? If the cap just didn't exist, we would restructure every year and not worry about it, i.e. the Saints. But it's impacting the Saints too. Nobody talks about it. They just see that they just see them get under the cap every year, but don't see the consequences, especially when you're not drafting well. When you draft well, bro, you can hide a lot of this stuff. When you stop when you stop drafting well, you get exposed. That's all I'm saying. My bad. I went on a tangent. We got yeah. one more. We got one more. Uh we got to talk about what uh Canellis said, Dave. Canellis, you can take this one, Dave. I need a little break. I was I was ranting for a second. I did, I'm gonna be honest, I did not watch the Canellis pressure. I watched the, the Morgan pressure. So I, I'll, I'll give you the points, and then you could take it. So, so one of the major points he he opened up the press conference with: "There's no plan to fix Bryce Young. Bryce Young doesn't need to be fixed." That's that's what that's what Canales said. I'm not he mad at that. They're gonna build an offense that's gonna obviously put him as in a position to succeed. Dave, what do you think about that? I'm not mad at that. that's what you're supposed to do as a coach. Um, especially when you didn't, especially when you inherit a quarterback, your job is to make the pieces that you have work. Um, you, you show off the strengths and hide the weaknesses. And I think Canales knows that. And I think that's what he's going to try to do. I mean, there's no fixing. He obviously didn't get good coaching last year and nobody wants to have that discussion, but you don't fire a head coach that you just brought in less than the season. And not think he he was good or not. He wasn't a bad coach. He wasn't. He didn't coach. He, he just wasn't good. Um, so, I just I think this is the right approach. Uh, he's got to give every opportunity 
for Bryce to succeed, and he's got to set him up to succeed. Now, if he fails, if he feels, if he doesn't succeed with the schemes that he wants to do it when he's trying to make him look good, then we have a different discussion. We can't give up on Bryce at this point. We trade, we gave up too much to do so. We traded too much. We gave up too much to trade up to go get him to give up on him now. He's going to get two more years minimum. Minimum. Maybe three. That's my two cents on that. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, just, man, I, I just really like what if, and Dave, when you go back and listen to the pressure presser, you're going to hear him say something about uh, there. He was, I think he was learning something from Schottheimer back in the day. And he was talking about, oh, he's talking to somebody. And he was, I can't remember exactly what he was saying, but he said something to the effect that you have to hand, he wants to hand his quarterbacks basically a guide about themselves, right? He wants to say, hey, this is what you do good. This is what you do bad. And here's how we're going to fix it, right? And so that's what he did with, uh, with Russell Wilson, that's what he's did. He's done with all his quarterbacks, and there's a game plan he wants to put in place to put the quarterback in the best position to succeed. Right? And I, man, I, I was Dave. I think when you listen to his press conference, bro, you're gonna be really, really impressed with this. The way, bro, the way he speaks, he's confident. He knows what he's talking about. Um, I, and again, I don't want to drink the Kool Aid too soon. Pause. Uh, but like he, I really like what he's saying right now. Uh, and another thing he said was he's committed to the run game. Uh, he he said he is excited about proving to you how stubborn I can be with the run game. So, because a lot of people got on him last year with the Bucks, how they abandoned the run. Um, so I I feel like, bro, commit to that run if we can get. Again, that does nothing but put guys like Icky in the best position to succeed. It yep. puts guys, if you can get guys like um, Deontay Brown, who we still think is a mauler in the run game, maybe he's a solid uh, fix there. You could put him in at, uh, at guard. And I, I'm just throwing stuff out there. But when you, when you commit to what makes your guys good, because guess what? That run game has done nothing but help uh, um, Bryce Young. Sure. Having sure. a great play action it opens up a lot. Like Noli said, run the dang ball. Yeah, exactly. Run the football, bro. Run the football, man. Like I've Look, been saying, you got to run the football. Go ahead. The best thing you can give a young quarterback is a tight end and a great run game. Pause. Pause. I don't know what you're going to do when we got Jared up here next week talking about NFL prospects. Like I don't know what I don't know what we're going to do when we have him in next week. I'm going to try to get him here next week. I, dude. Like, there's going to be a pause in every sentence he says. Maybe. There's no maybe in it. So I'm going to need you to not laugh. I promise him that we wouldn't be like the other shows I have. Dog. I can't promise that. Dog. Yo, when he starts talking about folks long and all that stuff, you got to relax. I'm going to need you to relax. I'm trying to get this out of your system now. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. That's not a good start. (laughs) Not a good start. All right, Double OK. This is a great point. My cat meter does not go off when Canalis speaks. Great, great observation. You can start to hear, and again, it's and ain't it's going too. to because he ain't won or lost games yet. Now, if you start losing too, games, that's what I'm, <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> when he I, that's where games. I was going. That's where I was going with. I was going with that too, Dave. It's easy to say that now because we ain't played a game, and as soon as we start playing, maybe maybe he starts capping. I don't know, but right now I, I like what he's saying, uh, and he 
again, um, I just man, if you go go listen to it, Dave, I think you really like uh, what he's talking about. He does a great job explaining his points um, without. He, he's very concise in his statements. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, and I and he, he talked a, he talked up his assistants a lot in this one too. Uh, talked up his assistants a, a ton, bro. Um, and I think, man, I think they're gonna get Bryce right, man. I think they're gonna get him right. Um, so uh, and the last thing he mentioned that I took a point of was uh, Evero was part of his plan all along. Very interesting when he when he spoke to Dave and Nicole Tepper. Um, he Evero was a part of the plan. He wanted those guys around. And he was able to bring in uh, the the entire uh, defensive coach staff back. So that's a very very good thing. Um, uh, so one thing he said about Bryce, he says Bryce. This is in regard to Bryce. He's now played sixteen games, so he's got a good variety of exotic looks, looks, uh, coverages, blitzes, um, different things like that. Might have got him. Uh, might have not seen like uh, this or that. Uh, so we. We'll be able to kind of walk walk him through. Uh, here's some of the tells of, of those things. So here's some of the basic two year improvements. So he's got a. It seems like he's got a plan um, that he's going to be able to present to Bryce Young to say, "This is how we're going to get you right. This is how we're going to get you right." So yeah. So Brian Schottenheimer, who I was talking about earlier, who was the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks, um, was talking about how to uh, like if he wanted Bright, if he wanted Russell Wilson to buy into what he's saying. Uh, you need a plan of attack, and that's what he talked about with, um, with with, hat, with putting together a plan and how you're going to and earn his trust. You know what I mean? So I think that that plan is currently uh, in the works, and I think Canales is going to do a great job with Bryce. I think he's he's done a great job with with Russ, done a great job uh, with Gino, done a great job with now Baker, and I think Bryce is the next person up. So def- definitely think that that's going to be uh, a good good thing for Bryce Young. Dave, uh, anything else? Um, yes, talk play action. He talked about, yeah. Basically, the whole offense is going to be putting everybody, not just Bryce, but everybody in the best position to succeed. That's what it's all about. That's what coaches do, bro. And, yo, so a lot of coaches say it. But Canales has proven he's done that. Like, he's done it with yeah. Baker. He's he's done it. So we we gotta we gotta see. He did it with he did it with he did it with Gino. He did it with Gino, bro. He did it with he pretty much turned helped turn Gino's career around. He did it with he did it with Baker. And Bucks fans were in a panic when they found out our man was leaving. So we'll see how it goes. See how it goes. Yep. All right. Um. That's it. So yeah. Yeah, that was that was it. Um, it says um, when Young and the Panthers return from their offseason program, he says they'll be introduced to a, a bunch of new stuff. They got new schemes, new faces, but it won't be a fix, a quote unquote fix job, as far as Canales is concerned. So I think what that means is Canales has got a lot. Uh, he he knows what he has. He knows what he has to deal with, and it's just a matter of uh of putting those pieces in the best position to succeed. And not necessarily fixing guys like Icky, fixing guys like Bryce, because they don't they got it in them. They just need to put, be put in the best positions to see. I think that's what his point is. Okay. All right. Um, real quick, I got a shout out to the Patreon members. This was the and we I knew we weren't gonna get to the second half of the show. But um, shout out to uh shout out to all our Patreon members, patreon.com forward slash PC if you want to sign up. Shout out to all the MVPs, 
Um, shout out to uh, all the franchise folks and shout out to all the free agents, man. We greatly appreciate y'all support uh, to uh, to the channel. And uh, yeah, man, doesn't go unnoticed. We greatly appreciate y'all. All right. Um, and I was going to stop here. Oh, Dave, you want to give Underdog a quick shout? Yeah, man. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Use the code PNP. Um, right now, they got best ball going on for the next for the NFL the upcoming NFL season. And the rookies are already in there, ladies and gentlemen. So this is the time where you can have some leverage to get some pretty good teams in for your best ball draft. So go to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code PNP when you do. All right. With that said, Dave, uh, I'm going to save this uh, for the next, next show or whenever we get to it because it's, it's a lot to get to and I don't want to rush it. Um, we'll come back to this at another time. Um, this this basically is going through the top 10 free agents on the defensive side of the football at, at each position. Uh, just a quick sneak peek. Uh, just because I want to I want y'all to see edge rushers. Um, <laughs> just real quick sneak peek. Real quick sneak peek. So Brian Burns at the top. Josh Allen right under him. Uh, Daniel Hunter, Chase Young, uh, Bryce Huff. We somebody asked me about, about Huff early in the chat. Uh, Green Yard, um, Clowney, Leonard Floyd. So those are the top I, ten guys I wanna, that are available. Right I want to remind somebody. I want to remind folks of this because I think people tend to forget this. Folks got to want to come here, okay? Folks got to we're, – we're going to go over this another week, but I just want to remind y'all, folks got to want to come here. They have to want to come. They have to come to the altar. They, have to, they want to be here. Be here. Like, these – it's cute. See all these free agents? It's cute. But they got to want to be here. And if we got to pay hostages, they're going to ask for more money than what these numbers show. I just want to put that out there. For you, don't pay Brian Burns troopers. I just want to throw that out there. We can pursue all we want, but there's 31 other teams that's going to pursue too, is my point. Brian Burns wants to be here. So, are you at a combine is this week? I yeah, should know because so the Lexi Bowl was last weekend. So, yeah, so, so with the combine, yes, I'll, I'm going to try to do something. I can't promise that I'm going to be doing a watch party uh, or streaming during it. I can't promise that. I'm going to try. Uh, if I'm available, I'll try. I got a couple things to do this weekend, so we will see. Uh, if not, I'll get to it. I'll be right here with y'all. So keep that notification bell on and popping, and we'll watch it together, react. I'll try specifically, I want to go live for either the edge rushers uh, and the wide receivers. So, whatever days those occur, I, I'm gonna try. Yeah, to I was go gonna, live. I was just I about definitely want to, that was definitely want to see the receivers. I don't know that what they are on top of my head, but I definitely want to, um, want to get to those for sure. I, I just I'll be in the borough this week, this weekend. Yep, shot the day. Yeah, you got to swing by the crib to get to get these glasses out. Yeah, I'm, I'm. If I don't, if I'm gonna do it, it's gonna happen. It'll either it'll either happen Saturday or Sunday on my way back. I'll let you know. But because I got to head to Columbia on Saturday, but I'm gonna enter a video game. I'm in a tournament in Greensboro, and I got to go to an event on Friday. So should be good. My daughter's gonna tour A and T, so that should be good. Yeah, it should Wish be good. Oh yeah, she gonna yeah she gonna love it. She definitely gonna love it. We are gonna see. It's gonna be fun. Looking forward to. It. I never. I got. As a matter of fact, I remind. I gotta hit up somebody about that. But she's booked for a tour on Thursday, on Friday before the event. I gotta go to that afternoon. But um, yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting to see how the combine goes. I know the HBCU combine was last weekend. Was last week. Um, there isn't from a wide receiver standpoint. 
uh they i wasn't there, there's only a couple folks that 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 um they had some corners though they had some pretty good corners um i will say that and we had some aggies that, that showed out man we had a, a couple offensive linemen that showed out Tariq stewart and lawrence regrown Tariq stewart is 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 the guy he's it that's somebody we could potentially pick up as a preferred free agent if he doesn't get drafted. Um, but you know, six five, three, 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 three oh five, three ten. Right tackle. So but yeah, I think I'm done. I'm done unless you got something else for the group. Nope, that's it. Uh, with that said, man, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell on the way out. We'll holler at y'all uh next week or sometime during this weekend. Keep that notification bell on, man. And uh, we'll we'll tap in this weekend, all right? Stay up. Stay on the prowl. We out. Peace. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.